Welcome to lesson one around relaxing and focusing. Being relaxed and awake is the key to optimal focus. I remember years ago when I was writing my second book, um, The Now Effect. This was the first book that I was writing on my own. The first book that I wrote, was I co-authored, called A Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction Workbook. And I had so much success with that book that I was really excited to start The Now Effect. And I realized as I was doing it on my own that it was taking me longer than I had thought. And I was having a hard time getting in the seat and continuing to write. I was worried that I wasn't going to really be able to do it myself. I was doubting myself. And in doing that, I was finding anything possibly around me to distract myself. I really just couldn't focus. So my question to you is, what worries you? What distracts you from your best intentions? Usually it's something that's uncomfortable. It's an uncomfortable feeling. Maybe we're feeling overwhelmed or there's a worry of whether we can actually even do this or not, a doubt, or some other negative thoughts that are criticizing us constantly for not doing something well enough or our sense of being defective or deficient in some way. Something is taking us away, driving our mind to move away from our intention in the present moment. And there's a reason why this happens. There's a reason why we get stuck in it. From an evolutionary perspective, we are wired to move away from what's uncomfortable and move towards what's comfortable. And in doing that, our, our ancestors had to also be really attentive to the danger that was around us. The ancestors that were just paying attention to the beautiful things in life, laying down on the grass and looking up at the clouds and reveling in the beauties were typically not just eating lunch, but they were lunch. And so they didn't pass down their genes to us. The ones that passed down their genes to us were the ones that were paying attention to all the dangers. So our brains have gotten this genetic transmission over thousands and thousands and thousands of years to pay attention to the negative more than the positive. And it's running on autopilot. <laughs> so we don't even have to try. It's going to happen to us anyway. So when we have an intention to grow or be successful around something, our brain's going to be looking for the dangers that are there and is going to get stuck in it. There's something that happens as a conditioned reaction. And I talk about this in another program of the stress course, and this is called the stress loop. So what happens is I'm sitting there in front of the screen trying to write the now effect, right? This thought comes up. Are you really going to be able to do this? If you, if you put this out there, um, what if it fails? What if no one buys it or what if... What if no one gets anything out of it? All of a sudden, I start feeling uh, anxious about it, or I start feeling uh, disappointed <laughs> by a future that's not even here yet. And, and I start feeling a little bit heavy in my sensations. And all I want to do is get away from that. So what I do is I start checking my phone, or maybe I get up and um, start organizing things you know, around me. So this happens automatically. It's not even our fault. It's, it's, it's automatic that we get caught in this particular loop that distracts us from our best intentions. We lose our focus and we lose our ability to be as productive as we can be. I want you to imagine something for a moment. Imagine you're sitting in front of a keyboard right now. And if you are, see if you can close your eyes so you're not looking at it. And I want you to type on that keyboard, I am home. Type I am home. Pretty easy, right? You know exactly where the keys are on that keyboard. Now I want you to recite to me, if you can, the bottom row of that keyboard. Harder? 
Well, if you're like most people, that's a lot harder to do. But what gives? Your hands know exactly where to go, but when you're trying to remember where the keys are, you can't remember them. And that's the difference between something called explicit memory and implicit memory. Implicit memory is something that's automatic. We don't have to think about it. It's embodied. We just do it. Driving a car, taking a spoon, putting it to our mouth, me flowing these words from me to you didn't always come so naturally. It took practice and repetition. And so when it comes to getting caught in our distractions in life, when it comes to getting pulled off focus by our stress, that's their underlying stress, we don't notice it. It's automatic. It's implicit. And so what's important for us to realize is that there's a simple truth out there. Very simple. Wherever your attention goes, that's where your mind flows, and that's how your brain grows. So, meaning that's how your brain takes in that implicit memory, which is going to then focus your attention, again, on those same things. So wherever your energy flows, that's also where your attention goes, meaning your emotions that are there influence your brain's choice on where to pay attention any given moment. There's a million things going on to pay attention to, but your brain is going to consciously pay attention and interpret things based on your emotional state. David Allen once said, if you don't pay appropriate attention to what has your attention, it will take more of your attention than it deserves. If you don't pay appropriate attention to what has your attention, it will take more of your attention than it deserves. Typically, we walk around the world not paying attention to what has our attention. We get caught in unhealthy patterns and uh, mental patterns that drive us into states of distraction. We tend to have negative beliefs about ourselves. I'm an anxious person. I can't live with ease. I can't write this book. I don't have the skills. I'm not like her. We compare ourselves to people who are more successful. I don't have the discipline. I don't have the time to do this. Any of this sound familiar? These are all just negative beliefs that come up in our mind. But what's the benefit? Why would our brain do all these negative beliefs? Well, we know from earlier, we said, okay, so there's that negativity bias. Our brain's going to be aware of the bias that's there and focus on that because it's wired to survive, not be happy. But there's another reason too. The benefit of really believing this about yourself, I can't do this thing, I don't have the skills, I don't have the discipline, I don't have time to do this, is you get certainty. And let's look back for a second at what's the number one driver of our brain again? Oh yeah, right, to survive, not be happy. We need, we need that certainty, that's so important because that's about survival. But when it comes to writing that book or being productive at work or being productive in our meditation practice or whatever it might be, we don't need that as much. In fact, we don't want that driver. So um, Ralph Waldo Emerson said, the only person you are destined to become is the person you decide to be. So at some point, you need to decide that I, I want to improve my focus. I want to be able to get better and better at doing the things that are going to support my health, happiness, success, personally, professionally. And in this moment, this is one of those moments where you can actually decide on it. I mean, we all know what we want. You know what you want. You want to feel more ease, to be calmer. You want to be more productive at work, to be more successful, feel more in control of your mind maybe, to have less anxiety. And we know how to get it. There's a million different methods out there to get it. There's hundreds of books on diet and fitness and success and all kinds of things. It's not like we lack the materials. But why are so few living it then if they really want it? It's because they don't know how to control their focus. 
And the best way that I learned how to control my focus was first by learning how to relax. You see, when you're more relaxed, you're more, you feel a greater sense of control over the situation. You're able to control where you're paying attention. Herbert Benson is a famous psychologist that said people listen better when they're relaxed. It's a more fertile environment. So you can do what you're so well trained to do. The cognitive work, the positive ideation, being able to attend to what you're intending to do. William James, also a famous psychologist, said, my experience is what I agreed to attend to. Only those items which I know to shape my mind without selective interest, experience is in utter chaos. Think about that. If mindfulness, which means awareness, is about learning how to pay attention to our intention, it follows that strengthening our ability to attend would support our success in our daily life. So here's a tip I want to give you to work with relaxing. This is the first step in focus and productivity. We have to relax our nervous system. I want you to be on the lookout through the day where you're bracing, where your body is tensing throughout the day, shoulders, face, back, stomach, somewhere. And I want you to practice relaxing it or stretching it or taking a deep breath into it. You may do this three times a day, 10 times a day. Remember, practice and repetition. You're going to get better and better at it. So be on the lookout for where your body is bracing. Could be right in the morning, could be in the evening, could be when you're sitting in front of your computer for too long. And it could be when you're worried or getting distracted from your focus. Take a deep breath, soften your body, release. And I also want to share with you a practice, a short meditation that's going to help train this for you. This is something I call a relax and awaken. So get in a comfortable position. Take a couple deep breaths. Just have a straight spine. Start to notice how your body is just naturally breathing. If you notice any bracing in your body anywhere, any holding, see if you can allow that to soften. And breathing in, just knowing you're breathing in. Breathing out, using the out-breath to soften your body, relax. It's as if you're exhaling any tension that's there. Breathing in. Breathing out, also releasing any busyness of mind, any doubts, any judgment, any self-critical thoughts as if they're just flowing out through the out-breath. Completely releasing, completely relaxing. Now begin to layer in the sense of nourishment with the inhalation. Literally, the breath is bringing nutrients into the cells of your body, supporting energy and vitality. Breathing out, relaxing, releasing a little bit more. 
and breathing in that sense of energy, nourishment, vitality, awakeness. Breathing out, a sense of relaxing, releasing while there's that energy and awakeness there. Balancing out the inhalation, the exhalation. Nourishment energy on the inhalation. Releasing, relaxing on the exhalation. And just noticing how you're feeling right now, how your body's feeling. If your mind's been distracted and cluttered, that's perfectly fine. Just take note of that. Remember, practice and repetition is what we do to create or mastery around something. If there is a good feeling in there, have it, enjoy it. And take this into the rest of your day. Just acknowledging yourself for taking this time. This is an act of self-care. So I look forward to seeing you in the next lesson.